Hello, I'm Paul Cromford, your friendly neighbourhood fool, and today I'm suggesting that any fool can run and hide, but they should choose their hiding place very carefully. In last week's episode 2, we were introduced to Clint Eastworth, the stroppiest little man in his town, and the mysterious American, Harry, whom Clint had obviously disjuffed in a big way. We left our badly intimidated Clint on the phone to an estate agent, putting his house on the market, and that was the situation as of June 2020. Early in September, for the first of my casual collection programmes, I moved the story on a little and plonked us in the sitting room of Mrs. Eastworth, Clint's dear old mother. Well, this is nice. It'll be lovely to have you home again, Clinton. My only son, back under me roof. Hey, thank you, Mum. It's nice to be coming back. Mind, it shouldn't be for too long, just until I find another house. Hey, you're welcome to stay as long as you need to, son. Oh, don't pick your nose, there's a good lad. Oh, oh, sorry, Mum. I don't want to start getting under your feet, though, Mum. Don't you worry about that. To be honest, I'll be glad of the company, because I don't get out and about very much. These days, there's just me and Mr Giggleswick. And I hardly ever see him. He's always in and out. Who's Mr Giggleswick? My lodger. An Australian gentleman. I thought I'd mentioned him to you, Clinton. You've taken in a lodger? Times are getting very hard, Clinton. I wasn't going to ask you for help. So I've turned your old room into a little bedsit. Hey, Mum. Mr Giggleswick's been with me for, oh, about a month now. Quiet, gentlemen. Very clean. No trouble at all. But, Mum, if he's got my room, where are you going to put me up? Well, you've got your dad's old room, of course. Oh. You'll be snug as a bug in there. Yes, I will, won't you? You can start wearing some of the stuff in his wardrobe. It's about time they had somewhere. Mum, I might look prematurely middle-aged, but I am only 31. I'm perfectly aware of that, Clinton. I don't think I'm ready for baggy-bottom corduroy trousers and tweed jackets just yet. Well, what about the waders? Waders? I've never been angling in me life. No, but you can wear them while you're cleaning out the ponds at your old house. What was that stuff again? Powdered chocolate Nesquik. Well, there you are. You don't want to get that all over your jeans, do you? Eh... That man was utterly evil. Me poor fish. Never mind, it's all in the past now. Aye. Uh, don't bite your nails, there's a good lad. Oh, sorry. Anyway, getting to exchange of contracts was a relief. I've just got two or three more weeks there while I sort stuff out. Well, you can bring any of your small stuff here. It can all go in the garage. But, Clinton, I have to insist on this. I won't have that gun of yours in this house. Mum? I'm serious, son. That gun would give me the willies. I don't know what possessed you to want it. Mum, I won that gun. It's the only prize I've ever won. You won it? 
What sort of competition gives out 44 Magnum handguns as prizes? Tic-tac, Mum. It's a tic-tac dispenser. It's not a real Magnum. It can't fire bullets. It certainly looks frightening enough for a gun that's not real. Aye, that's why it comes in very handy for challenging bullies when I'm out and about. Oh, well, all right then. Just be careful with it, that's all. Would you like some more Swiss rolls, son? No, thanks, Mum. I've had enough to eat. And you needn't think you can start feeding me up as soon as I've moved back in, either. Oh, Clinton, a few extra ounces aren't going to hurt you. You could do with it. Ooh. Oh, that must be Mr Giggleswick. Just come back. Mr Giggleswick, is that you? Well, it ain't Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, that's for sure. <laughs> Don't spit your tea out, Clinton. There's a good lad. Mr Giggleswick, have you got a moment? Yep. Just let me take my boots off. Oh, no. Huh. Clinton! I know that voice. It's American. Mum, I thought you said he was Australian. Oh, Australian, American, you know they're all the same to me. Mr Giggleswick, come in and meet my son. You'll be seeing quite a lot of him soon. Is that so? Well, I'm right glad to meet... Oh, hell. I don't believe this. Oh, do you two know each other then? Well, this is outstanding. Having set up this premise for a sort of cruel sitcom that I thought was promising, I let the situation ferment in the back of my mind for another 12 weeks. And in late November 2020, during Casual Collection number 5, I placed us in Mrs. Eastworth's bathroom. Like so. Kicks on Route 66 It winds through St. Louis Joplin, Missouri Lots of other places I don't give a shit about in Amarillo, Gallup, New Mexico, Flagstaff, Arizona, Flagstaff, Arizona, I can't see the point of driving any further. Mr. Giggleswick? Well, I ain't Roberta Flack. Are you going to be much longer? Now, where have I heard that before? Don't rightly know, Frosty. Well, are you decent? Two or three folks have thought so. Can I come in? Well, there's no bolt, and I ain't stopping you. I don't call that decent. Lighten up, short stuff. I ain't got nothing you ain't got. I need to clean me teeth. Go ahead. Don't mind me. I don't know why you're doing all this shaving now. You know I always come straight up here after breakfast. You know I always have the bathroom from half past eight. Can't say I've noticed. You've been here for at least 12 weeks, which is how long I've been stuck here. You know damn well what my routine is. Oh yeah, how is the house hunting going? Never you mind. 
you grinning rapscallion. Tell me something. What kind of cockamamie bonehead lays wall-to-wall carpet in a bathroom? Don't you soak your shag pile? If you can't climb out of a bath in a civilised manner, it's a pity. Gee, sorry I asked. Your mom sure likes to sing, don't she? She always sings when she's washing up. Yeah. Be nice if she could learn another tune. Or get that one right. Oh, there's a music critic now. Come again? If it upsets you so much, why don't you just do us all a favour and shut off? Hey, hey, watch where you're blowing all that froth. I'm gonna need another bath at this rate. I wish you would. I wish you'd make yourself all shriveled and pruney. I wish you'd shrivel yourself down the plug hole and leave us alone. Hey, Frosty. In case you hadn't noticed, your mom likes me. Stop that Frosty rubbish. I'm Mr. Eastworth to you. And she doesn't like you so much as your money. Nah, she thinks I'm cute. I get up ladders and fix things for her. One of these days I'm going to wipe that grin off your... Just, just a minute. What's this? What? This bit of the shelf is mine. What's this jar doing here? I've never seen it before. Oh, that belongs to me. What is it? Unpronounceable name. Oh, not to be taken orally. What are they? Now why don't you just take a look, Mr. Nosy? Well, they look like big soft jelly beans, so I suppose they... Yeah. Suppose is almost right. Oh dear. How unpleasant for you. Yep. How how long have you had this trouble? It goes all the way back to my years in the saddle, riding around Arizona. It's an occupational hazard. They look very big, those things. Did they cause you much discomfort? Not since I found a better way of uh, delivering them to where they should go. Better? Better than what? Better than these huge weathered fingers of mine. So, so how'd you do it then? Well, I find that the bristly end of a toothbrush does the job. A toothbrush? But we only gave you one toothbrush. There isn't a spare one. That's right. That's right. No. No, you haven't. What? You, you haven't. Tell me you haven't. Haven't I? Flash them pearly whites, Frosty. Are you two all right up there? Don't be uncouth in front of Mr. Giggleswick, Clinton. There's a good lad. Okay, okay. You could probably see that one coming. But it was just too much to resist.
Apart from a sketch vignette in Cromford's festive collection last Christmas, there's been no further development in the story of Mythered Little Clinton. But stick around for another eight weeks of these sketch recaps, and then we'll see what happens to him next. Meantime, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Any Fool Can is a Paul Cromford production. I am that man. I created the characters and sketches heard in this podcast, and I hereby assert my moral rights to their ownership.